Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 224. And if you are a dedicated Songs for the Struggling Artist listener, you you maybe know that we usually put this podcast out. We, I say we, me. I usually put this podcast out on Mondays, uh, but it, it is now Tuesday and I am recording this podcast a day late. What happened? You may be wondering, you dedicated and uh, time-aware listeners. <laughs> uh, I had a migraine is what it is. And it was the kind that did not allow for uh, being upright. <laughs> so, so I had to postpone the recording of the podcast and the song. It was mostly the song that held me up, I have to confess, because I was like, I tried to, like, I got the ukulele down and I was like, I can do this. And then, like, I tried to just, like, sing the song and it was like, this is the saddest version of this happy song I have ever heard. So I was like, this is a fruitless, fruitless it does not matter that much. Um, so yes, so the podcast is a day late because I was not well, but I'm fine now. And so here we are for podcast 224. And, uh, this one is going to be a funny one. It's a little bit of a misdirect for reasons that will become clear as I read it to you. This blog also references a previous blog and a previous experience um, that was never podcast, actually. I recorded it, I think, and just never put it up in the feed uh, because I was afraid. <laughs> um, so if you want the backstory for this the easiest way to get it is to read the blog, which is still up. Uh, it is called In Which Someone I Used to Idolize Harasses Me and I Learn a Few Things About the Music Business. Um, it is about a semi-famous singer-songwriter from the 80s, 90s, 80s, 90s, who harassed me. <laughs> it's a real fun story. It's real fun. Uh, so that that came before you will have never heard it on the podcast again because I did not post it. I recorded it, but did not post it. Um, and, but if you want to read it, you can. Um, and that will sort of set you up for what you will hear now. I don't think you need to, need to, need to hear it for this to make sense. But if you're looking for that backstory... Um, that's there on the blog, artiststruggle.wordpress.com. Yeah. So uh, I will post a link to that blog also in the show notes. Deep down in the show notes, I will post them. Uh, and yeah, so here we go. This is called Kittens and Fluffy Clouds. There have been times when I've seen people respond to my work with, you're just looking for problems. They want me to look on the bright side, see the good in the world. There are roses and sunshine. 
that's why I decided to write this piece about kittens and fluffy clouds. Who doesn't love kittens? The problem is, there's not much to say about kittens except the fact that they are awfully cute. And there's not much to say about fluffy clouds either except to say that that one looks a lot like a whale. That's why this piece is actually not about kittens or fluffy clouds. This piece is actually about my stalker, harasser, troll, and since she does tend to lurk and look at my headlines, I felt it would be safer to give this one a title she would not be likely to click on. I mean, I don't know, maybe she's into kittens, but she does not tend to actually read, so I'm burying this text beyond where she's likely to look. Many a social media post will put out the first few lines of text of something, so to be safe, I went ahead and started with kittens and fluffy clouds. If the news of this semi-famous troll stalker of mine is news to you, I'd recommend you go back and read this post to catch up. It's a doozy. So that was about two and a half years ago. After a pretty terrible couple of weeks after I blocked her on Twitter and she finally stopped calling, I didn't hear from her again. She continued including me in mad rants for a while where I couldn't see them, but it stopped eventually, as far as I knew. I thought it was over. As my phone was dying last month, I made a last push to get at least her voicemails copied from it, so if I ever had to provide evidence of the harassment, I could. I thought the whole thing was probably over, but I felt I couldn't be too sure. I wanted to be prepared for a reappearance. Turns out I was right to be concerned about a reappearance. A few weeks ago, I got notice of a new patron on Patreon at a $10 per blog post level. Amazing. My second highest pledge. That could be $50 a month. But it turned out to be her. For a moment, I thought it could be a friend playing a not-so-funny joke on me, the way someone bought her song on my website using her name, even though it wasn't her. But then I saw the nasty message that came along with the pledge. It banged on the, you stole my songs, drum, and several other nonsensical things that signaled her actual presence, and I straight up did not know what to do. It was Yom Kippur. She's a born-again Christian, I think, but maybe she was attempting to make some extremely ass-backward atonement. Why is someone who hates me pledging to give me money every month? Aside from a weird attempt at apologizing, what could it be? On one hand, it seemed like a dominance move, a way to say that she has money and I do not. It could have been a way to gain access to me and power over me. It could have been an attempt to invade a safe place. It could have been an attempt to target my income. Maybe she was planning to cancel the payment right as it was about to charge to pull a nice financial rug out from under me. I asked around, and no one seemed to be able to guess what her game was. I have no way of knowing what her thinking was, which is hard for me because I like to understand why people do things. But I have learned that trying to figure that out is a fool's errand. Since my initial experience with her, people came out of the woodwork to share their horror stories with me about their experiences. 
Tales of her not paying her musicians, harassing people selling her used CDs, forcing someone to stand in a garbage can, and much, much worse, which I have promised not to publicly divulge. No matter how much I could have used the money, I knew I had to block her. I know from my own experience that there is no rationalizing with this person. The guys at the company who helped me with the licenses tried to explain to her how licensing worked, how this aspect of the business went, and found themselves surveilled and vilified as well. As I watched well-meaning people try to appeal to her reason or humanity last time around, it started to become clear how impossible that would be. It would be like trying to have a reasonable conversation with a tornado made of jellyfish. Not all of the jellyfish will sting you, but you will end up with a jellyfish to the face at some point. And certainly the tornado will never stop to listen to what you have to say. A lot of people who tried to reach out to her with kindness ended up with a face full of jellyfish. You might have seen a similar example of this sort of behavior in another context recently. It's not really possible to debate a jellyfish tornado. I blocked my jellyfish tornado on Patreon, which triggered an automated email notifying my jellyfish tornado of her blocking, which, given the clicks from the Patreon admin on my blog, fairly likely triggered a retaliating accusation of some sort. In this moment, I do not know what the tornado is going to do next, but I do know that it will be neither reasonable or rational. Hopefully, it's just moving on. But I can never be sure when she'll be in the mood to dredge this all up again, for no particular reason. That's the thing that is the hardest to understand, that not everyone is reasonable. That even if the jellyfish tornado can use words and form sentences, that does not mean it is reasonable. I did not know that at first. I think I half hoped she'd read my blog, realize it was all a misunderstanding, call me up to apologize, and then invite me to come sing duets with her in her studio. I don't think I truly believe this, but my inner teen fan from 1988 might have. But instead, she tweeted out something nasty in response and outed herself as the redacted troll mentioned within. It was an extraordinary cell phone. But see, I know she's a jellyfish tornado now. I'm still scared of her, but mostly I try to stay clear of her path. If I have to go inside and lock the door until the tornado has passed, I can do that. And I'd rather do that than go outside and end up with a face full of jellyfish. I can often tell who has run into some kind of jellyfish tornado before. They are the first people to tell you, I can see why you think that reasonable appeal will help, but you might want to just skip ahead to locking your door because it probably won't work. And definitely don't invite that tornado in your house. Once you've been in one jellyfish tornado, you get a feel for these things. I'm one of those people now. I don't know what we're to do with all these tornadoes. Are they inevitable? Is there no way to neutralize them or to stop them showing up in your neighborhood? 
If there are answers to that, I would like to know, because this is not the only jellyfish tornado in the world. The only thing I've figured out how to do is call a jellyfish tornado a jellyfish tornado when I see one and do my best to not get caught up in it. I may be tempting fate by telling you about all this. Maybe I'll draw the tornado back in my direction by writing about it. But I've also learned to reach out to friends and ask for cute animal photos when the tornado appears for whatever mercurial reasons tornadoes have. Hopefully, I won't need more photos of kittens anytime soon. Or fluffy clouds. So there's your kitten post, everybody. Sorry about that. <laughs> the beginning is legitimately something people have said about my stuff. It's usually not directly to me. I usually see it on posts, like somebody posts something I've written, and then I happen to see the comments on the post. And it's usually like somebody's family who's like, mm, why is this person telling me about problems? <laughs> I'm like, have these people never read anything before? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that, that does really happen, not usually directly to me. Uh, but mostly it's there to misdirect um, one person's attention. Uh, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, I have taken to calling this person Ethel Hallow from the Worst Witch television show. I do not mean to be overly vague about this person, uh, about Ethel Hallow, uh, because, because, I mean, here it doesn't matter. There's no transcript of this particular bit, uh, so I don't think it's actually searchable. Um, but I, at this point, I just don't like to say her name. <laughs> Ethel Hallow will do just fine. But if you are, you, you can't bear it, and you must know who the hell I'm talking about, um, I would send you to listen to some hit songs of the 80s and 90s, uh, such as Anchorage or On the Greener Side uh, and many others. Um, I recorded a few of them. You can no longer uh, get them uh, anywhere because of her. Um, I have them, though. So if you... Actually, they're still on the podcast. <laughs> if you happen to find those episodes, they are still attached to various and sundry uh, podcasts. So they they are those they are findable, and I can I, you can find them. <laughs> you can hear me sing those songs that I recorded of hers. Uh, it just takes some digging. Luckily, that's digging she has not yet done. I'm fully within my rights. However, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Ethel, hello. Um, so, uh, for a song here today, because I'm talking about cats, I decided to record Love Cats by The Cure, <laughs> a song I absolutely love. Um, and I thought I'd actually recorded it already because I, I went, I like posted a thing about it on Facebook I, I was thinking about the song for some reason, and then I like did some research and discovered that one of the lyrics was not what I thought it was. Um, and then I watched the video, and the video is so great. You have to, if you have not seen it, it is a delight. It's 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 um, it's a little bit bonkers, but it's 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 like '80s in the most fun way. Like, they're really just messing around, and it is 
So charming. Uh, so if you have not seen the video for the Love Cats, please do enjoy the cure. Just like messing around like cats. Um, yeah. So and the lyric, there's a lyric that uh, I have always thought was you're a one flea, one flea, one flea, one flea kitty. And it turns out is actually you're wonderfully, 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 wonderfully pretty. And I hate it. <laughs> I know it's what it really is, but I, I just prefer my own lyric that I made up in my head. And I really thought that's what it was. And so in this version of the Love Cats that you will hear me sing, I, I, sing, I sing what I think the song is, even though it's wrong. And I'm sorry. I don't think that The Cure are going to harass me about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, in a moment, you will hear the Love Cats on ukulele. And uh, meanwhile, if you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Rate, review, subscribe, do all the things that are very helpful. Share on the social medias, etc. cetera. Uh, if you'd like to support it with some money, we have patreon.com slash Davis. PayPal, Kofi, all those links are in the show notes. And also my uh, audio drama podcast, The Dragoning, is wrapping up. We have one final episode uh, coming up soon. It's a two-parter. Um, and that, I'm not sure when you will see that, but we, we do try to get those out. And the donors get those before other people. So if you feel like contributing to that, that link is also in the show notes or just listen to the dragoning and do all the same good things for that podcast also. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I think I shall now deliver you the love cats by the cure. Each other with cream, then curl up with a fire.
Then curl up in the fire, get up for a while. It's the grooviest thing, it's the perfect dream. Hand in hand is the only way to land, always the right way round. Not broken in pieces like hated little nieces. Could we miss someone as dumb as this? Ba 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 